Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason. This is Palm Sunday, the EF3 Life platform. We're here journeying with you through it all. I hope that you've had a great Lenten season in preparation for the passion, death, and resurrection of our Lord. This is what we all are living for this week. And it's just tremendous because, you know, coming off of an awesome Advent season, Christmas, and over the last few months, and then entering into this Lent where we can journey, where we can grow, we can dive deeper into our faith, uncover the things that God is asking us to do, who he's asking us to be, is my hope that as Easter approaches the resurrection, which is in store, that you understand that God is resurrecting every part of your life. That is what journeying in this faith is about. You know, it's not about having everything all perfect and understanding every aspect of our lives, every minute of the day and every second or at every hour. What it is, is really uncovering the truth and the truth is found in our Lord Jesus. We understand that we celebrate that and it's a triumphal entry this Sunday, Palm Sunday, Hosanna in the highest. They were waving palm branches and they're welcoming Jesus into Jerusalem, the city and the king of kings the lord of lords and then all of a sudden things switch radically and we heard the passion narrative today we'll hear it again on good friday as our lord enters into just a really gruesome death and he signed up for that because he loves you and i so much and that's important for each and every one of us to understand then in our life, especially in the imperfections of the things that maybe we're dealing with, the, tr- the troubles, the difficulties, the challenges that we're facing today, God is with us through it all. We heard it at Christmas time, Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. And we see it here now at the end of his life. And the thing about it is your, your life might be seeming like out of control, might be tail spinning. There might be a lot of things that are happening. And then there's triumphant moments. There's glory glorious aspirations. There's things that are celebrated and just like on this Palm Sunday where it is a truly joyous occasion as Jesus is riding on on the colt, the foal of a donkey and he's on there and it seems like it's a big celebration and a party. Maybe you're partying in your life. Maybe there's a lot of things going your way, but all of a sudden in the blink of an eye, something happens and things radically change. That is the ebbs and flows of life. That is the journey. That is where we are in it all. And the thing about it is that God is truly there along the way if we want him to be. Now, as I was looking at a full house here at St. Pius X Parish in Albany, it was really beautiful. I see so many people there with their families and hopefully they'll join again on Easter Sunday. But the thing is in life, you know, sometimes you feel like your house, your your spirit, the inside of who God is calling you to be is filled up. And at other times you feel empty and it's okay. It's okay to feel far from God. It's okay. And we'll see that as Jesus cried out to God and he was asking the Lord and saying, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? So going from this beautiful triumphant entry and the celebration to God forsaking him, at least Jesus thinking that God did, but God was there through it all. And if you can ask God for help in your hour, in your time of need, understand that he's going to come to your aid right when you need it and how you need it. And sometimes we don't understand that, but it's important for us to trust, to obey, and to realize that he truly does care 
for us. This celebration of Easter is so much more than passion and death. Part of that is truly uh, remarkable and is so important for us to understand the sacrifice that our Lord gave to us and how he died for us and how he is now living with us. And that's the third part of it that I really want to emphasize today because there is no resurrection. There is no uh, triumphant uh, celebration. There is no you know, third day and glorious Easter morning without the death first. And we know that a grain of wheat until it dies, it cannot be buried into the ground and it cannot flourish and it cannot grow. Well, the thing about your life is that sometimes you have to go through the trials. You have to go through the fire. There are things that are going to happen that just seem unfair and it's the dirty truth and that's reality of life. And I'm not here to sugarcoat anything to you. I'm not telling you anything you probably don't already know. But realize that life is just way too hard to do on your own. And it is okay when you need help. It's actually something that really ask for it. Because here's the thing. When we look at this day, Palm Sunday, and then just in a few days from now, when Jesus is gathered at the Last Supper around the table, and he's celebrating the first Mass. And that's really Holy Thursday when you think about it. And a few days in between, he's preparing for the Passover and uh, I'm looking forward to uh, having a number of friends over at my house and gathering around the table to celebrate the Lord's Supper and really reflect upon life. Some really, truly faithful friends. It is something that I've established as a tradition over the last few years. And it's a beautiful example. Why? Because I think about people in our lives that help keep us grounded, that keep us you know, moving in the right direction, that challenge us to be better, not only better human beings, but better men and women of God. And these are people that keep us aligned to what matters most to have God on the podium first place in our life because when he is there no matter what is happening no matter what status we are at no matter how our circumstances are unfolding with God number one you can get through everything and also the celebratory moments are just that much better because you will have an attitude of gratitude you understand that the blessings come down and rain down from above because every good and perfect gift, as it says in James chapter one, is from God above. So as I'm gathered around the table, and I could just foreshadow this because it's going to happen in a few days, and thinking about the times of the past, and Jesus was there with his friends, and he is there to celebrate, and it's so important. You know, I was thinking about what truly makes us happy, what gives us peace, what gives us joy in our hearts are the relationships. And the Lord had an intense and very special relationship with each and every one of the apostles. And when you think about it, he called them by name and he asked them to follow him for specific reasons. Now, one of them obviously is one that betrayed him. And at times in our life, we might seem or feel or think that, yes, we have become like Judas in a certain way. But here's the thing, that God is there to forgive us. The only sin that's not forgivable is that when when we think that we aren't being able to be forgiven. See, God's grace is so abundant and he wants to forgive you. He wants you to come to him just as you are. And when I'm looking around the table in a few days on Holy Thursday evening, after I celebrate mass with my friends, we come back to my house and we gather for a feast. It's going to be important because each and every one of them helps to keep me grounded and are helping to point me in like a compass back to the true North Star, and that's Jesus. And in doing 
so. What we do is we celebrate together, we pray together, and where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am also. And God is there on that holy Thursday, right? He's celebrating on that triumphant, beautiful, celebratory evening where they're breaking bread. And there's something about it, the the physical manifestation of truly breaking bread and sharing in wine. And then Jesus, he himself, he says, take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. And then he gives the wine and says, you know, do this in remembrance of me, that this is his blood, truly is his body and his blood that he's giving for us. It's not just a mere symbol, but it's actually his physical flesh, his actual blood that is pumping through our veins when we receive communion, when we receive the Holy Eucharist at the Mass, and when we celebrate the Lord's table each and every Sunday. And that's something that's just so beautiful and profound and so special and unique about the Catholic faith, because we truly believe that. And when when God is with you, when he's living inside of you, there's no grace that he cannot give you that cannot help you to get over anything, to get through any kind of challenge, to be able to to triumph or to overcome the things that might even seem 100% impossible for man, but we know that nothing is impossible for God. When we're breaking that bread around the table, just think about what Jesus was feeling. No, take yourself back 2,000 years ago when he was looking at his greatest friends, the ones who were with him. And he also knew that at times in our life, not all things will be perfect, that you know sometimes our friends might waver a little bit. And we might even have a friend like a Judas in our life that might betray us. But here's the thing, if we remain faithful, things work out for us for the good, especially in the long run. And he is there and he shares in that meal. And when we're sharing in a meal with other people, we're sharing in that intimacy, that authentic friendship, when we're able to share the things that are truly on our heart, when we're able to listen, we're able to you know, just be present because life gets so busy. And that's something that I really try to focus on during this Holy Week is to be more present. And it's a beautiful thing because your presence is a present to other people if you're there and you're with them. And it doesn't have to mean that you have to have always the right things to say or what to do, but just being there. You know, and that, that's something that's super special. I encourage you during this Holy Week to take a few minutes uh, here and there to go to a quiet place. Why did Jesus go off by himself to pray? Because he wanted to set his heart right. He wanted to listen to the Father. He wanted to prepare what God was asking for him to do. And he knew what he had to do. His disciples heard about it, but they actually weren't really ready for it to happen. And even though he had laid it out and he had spelled it out to them fully, it kind of took them somewhat by surprise and even those who were supposed to follow him so closely okay like Simon Peter he would deny him three times just hours after they celebrated that meal and he said do this in remembrance of me and that this is my body and this is my blood can you imagine that now, why do I bring that up? I bring that up because, you know, here's the thing. God is all forgiving. He's all powerful. He's all knowing. And he's going to just share with us the beauty of life. And even if we were to deny him, he is there to accept us back just as we are. And he wants us to journey with him because his love is so great. It's so vast. And it will never end. There's nothing that you or I could ever do that will separate us from the love of God. That is a promise that he has laid out from 
the beginning of time when he said, I am the Alpha and the Omega. And he put the heavens into motion and he, he created the earth in all of its fullness. And God, what did he do? He created human being for relationship. He wants to have that relationship with us. And part of that is celebrating food, you know, ha- having a meal together. And there's something that's just so human about it and the elements of bread and wine. So simple. 2000 years ago, still celebrated today because it brings us back and it transcends time and space. Now, when we fast forward and we go and we look at Good Friday, well, then we see the passion, the death of our Lord, and we understand what he did for us and the promise that he was able to live out. And we know in John three sixteen where it says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him might not perish, but have eternal life. That is a promise. That's a promise laid out to every single human being. And it's a promise for souls and souls to come to the Lord. And this life can provide so many things. And this is the Life to the Fullest podcast for a reason. God wants us to have a full and abundant life. He wants us to enjoy all of the goodness and the richness and to be able to prosper and to have enjoyment, to be able to travel, to be able to see the world, to have so many vast experiences and diversity in our life, to be able to accomplish all of our goals, our dreams, and our aspirations. But each and every one of us is on a mission. And the ultimate mission that we are on is to love, to love others and to love our Lord. And if we are loving, if we are receiving God's love, if his love is in our hearts and we're sharing that with others each day, whatever we're passionate about, whatever he has put on our hearts to do and to accomplish, because we have a mission, we have a purpose, just like our Lord had a mission and purpose and he lived it out fully. He's calling us to do so as well. Some of us are called to do it in a variety of different capacities and there's different vocations that go into it. During this Holy Week, I want you to rest in it. I want you to take a look at the scriptures. I want you to allow it to sit in and to hear what God is putting on your heart. Easter season, the joyous occasion of the resurrection, it's almost here. It's one week away. And in between this week, there is a holding pattern right? Jesus dies on Good Friday. Oftentimes people said, well, how is it so good? The goodness comes from his triumph over death. The goodness comes from him closing the gates of hell for all believers. The goodness comes in the fact that love always wins. And the ultimate act of love was his sacrifice on the cross. But it didn't end there. It started there, actually. That was the launching pad, and that's where Resurrection Sunday really gains its legs. But it's in the waiting in the tomb. And sometimes in our life, one of the hardest things that we have to do, and because there are a lot of highs, there are a lot of lows, and there's many in-between moments, it's hard for us to wait, to be patient, right? So I want you to go back to think about the Garden of Gethsemane, right? Jesus is there, and he understands what he's going to have to do, what God has asked him to do, his only begotten son, to give up his life. And he says, you know, Father, not my will, but yours be done. Allow this cup to pass from me. He knows that it is God's will, so the cup doesn't pass, and he enters into it freely and willingly. 
God prepares him for what he has to do. God wants to prepare you and I for what we have to do, for what he's asking us to do. And the thing about it is if we allow God to take the wheel, if he's steering our life, if we are co-creators with him, if we listen to the Lord, what he's putting on our heart, there are going to be many hard things that we're asked to do in this life. However, our life will be truly fulfilled. We will have a purpose and a mission and there will be something that we accomplish, not for ourselves, but for building up the kingdom. You look at the things in your life that give you the most fulfillment, that bring you the truest and most raw joy. And I'm willing to bet that most of them have to do with relationship. Most of them have to do with what you are able to give to other people, what you are able to provide, how you are able to help, how you're able to lift others up. And Jesus, he lifts us up. You know, he has that cross there, but his arms are stretched out wide because he wants us to come to him. This week, that's what it's about. It's about coming to the Lord just as we are. We don't need to be fixed. We don't need to, you know, have everything all figured out. No, God will help us and he'll allow us to heal. He'll allow us to discover who we truly are as he chips away at our stony and fleshy hearts. And he will be able to provide his heart within us, the sacred heart of our Lord, which when it's inside of you, man, there is nothing that you cannot accomplish. There's nothing that you cannot do. And you will be on fire. And that's what, what happens when people have that faith. They have that radicalness. They understand that nothing can stand in their way, right? They are determined. They are on truly a mission track. And in your life, are you on a mission track? Are you on a mission track to be the best husband or wife that you could be? Are you on a mission track to be the best parent that you could possibly be to your children or godparent? And then, you know, being a great aunt or uncle, doing the career that you have that's laid before you, are you blooming where you're planted? When I think about Easter Sunday, when I think about going from death to life, when I think about going from darkness to light, because that is what it's about. It's a transition. There's a holding pattern. There's a waiting pattern. There's, you know, a couple days in the tomb, right? And it's dark and it's dismal and the hope has been sucked out of the room. You think about the disciples, the apostles who are in the upper room who are waiting, right? Jesus had promised them that he was going to raise from the dead. They really didn't know exactly what that meant, even though they had seen examples of it in some fashion with Lazarus. Jesus bring Lazarus back from the dead. You know, the, the tomb is sealed up. How could he possibly come back? And when he does and he appears, you know, some of them don't believe. Think of Thomas, right? Doubting Thomas. He wants to see his him physically. He wants to feel the nail marks. He wants to put his finger in his side because he, even though he sees him, he still isn't believing. Sometimes we have to have that patience. We have to have patience with ourselves. We have to understand that we are in the tomb. We are waiting. We're waiting for ourselves to be able to come to an understanding of what God is asking for us in our life. We're waiting for God to provide an answer, an answer to a prayer, an answer to something that we are hoping for. We are waiting for the right opportunity to come our way. 
begin somewhere. Begin with a little act of faith. We know that hope deferred makes the heart sick. However, faith is a springboard for life. And when you have faith in God, when you understand that miracles are possible, that they're happening every single day, you look at Easter, that is a great miracle that took place and it takes place every single Easter Sunday from the beginning 2,000 years ago until this day. And it's a reminder to us that we could go from death to life, that we could go from something that is so dismal and so dark and so you know, without any kind of hope to the greatest sense of hope, for the greatest sense of joy, for the greatest sense of fulfillment that is going to fill you up and your cup is going to overflow. When your cup is overflowing, when your spirit is overflowing, when you got God resonating in your heart, you're going to want to share him with other people. Why? Because that's the way that it happens. This, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There's freedom in thought. There's freedom in ideas. There's freedom in acting and moving and being. And we were made, right, to be slaves, to be bound down by sin, by be bound down by rules and regulations or anything like that, but to live as children of God. Jesus himself said it, right, with the little ones. He said, unless you become like one of these little ones, like a child, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Why? Because they have such a rawness of joy. They have such an open-mindedness. They have such a willing and ability to be present at all times and to be in the moment and to enjoy the moment with those who are there, not bogged down by what I have to do in the future or by being burdened from what happened in the past. This Holy Week, the biggest and greatest challenge to you is to be present, to be fully present to the Lord, to be fully present to those people who are around you, and to quiet yourself and your heart. Try to be devoid of distraction. Maybe put away the social media. Maybe put away the phone. Maybe say, hey, I'm going to fast this week from those things. And instead, I'm going to focus on on God and allow Him to speak to me, to speak clearly to me. Because when you go from Holy Thursday, celebrating around the table, and then Good Friday, there's so much emotional swings here in the Lord. Lord's life, that's similar to our own. And that's something that we should feel comforted in because life can change in the blink of an eye. And you go from something that's so celebratory like Palm Sunday to then a radical shift. And then all of a sudden in a few days, it's Good Friday and you're experiencing this loss. But no, we then wait in the tomb. We wait for answers. We wait for what is next. We wait for the right next step in our life. And then eventually the breakthrough comes. He's morning. The stone was rolled away. They find the burial bands there. They say, what have you done with the Lord? He is not here. He has risen. And then we experience the risen Christ in our life. Think about in the last year, five years, or more in your life, in your journey, where you have felt resurrection moments, where you have felt just rejuvenation, where there was a new sense of hope, a new sense of brightness, a a new dawn, a new era, uh, a new beginning to the new heights of your life. Where was the stone rolled away? Maybe you were waiting for that answer and you finally got that answer. Where did the blessing come when you least expected it? When did the person show up in your life when you that you had hoped for that finally came to you? And, and these are all examples for us to understand that God is with us through it all. That is the point. That is the message today. That is what God wants us to understand. That in the triumphs, in the depths, in the in the times that it might seem like a living hell, and in the joyous and most beautiful occasions, God is here 
with us. You can't do this life without him. You can't try to do it without him because when you do, you will be lost. The best part though, that you got to think is that even though he is the savior of the world, he needed help. And when he was on his way to Calvary, Jesus himself had Simon of Cyrene, right? Help him to carry his cross. Understand that in our life, we're going to have other people help us to carry our cross. God's going to allow that to happen. We have to be humble enough to understand at times that we do need help. And other times in our life, we have to look and we have to be aware that there are people that need us to be Simon for them, that need us to help them to carry their cross, to lighten their load, to help them to get to the next step, to the finish line, to be able to say, it is finished. This part of the race is finished and now I have a new beginning and I could begin anew. And that's what Easter is all about. That is what the celebration is about because God is there with us and he's giving us newness of life. Where life exists, man, there is so much joy. Where life exists, the sun is shining. There's beauty, there's blessing, and it's raining down upon us from above. God has a plan for your life. He has a beautiful story. Do you believe that? If you believe that today, if you understand that in your heart, that you know that anything and everything is truly possible with the Lord. And if you haven't given him a shot, my my suggestion and my just hope for you today is that you open up your heart a little bit more to him because he wants to be there with you and he loves you so much. Love always wins. Faith, hope, love remain. These three, but the greatest of these is love. Love cannot be defeated no matter what because what happens is with that unconditional love that is existing God is there and when he is present anything and everything is truly possible everything is on the table all the chips are out there and it doesn't mean that there is one thing that cannot happen and if you believe that right with the size of the faith of a mustard seed it can be say to this mountain, be moved and it will be moved and things will radically shape and reshift in your life. I've seen it in my own journey. I've seen it in people's lives that I've been very close to that I journey with. Some of those people who will be around the table with me at Holy Thursday in my home, they'll be with me at mass. And many of those who have shared their story along the way, your story, your testimony truly is important for other people to hear as well. When you have that vulnerability, when you have that authenticity, when you're willing and able to share, when it makes sense with other people, it can inspire them, it can encourage them, it can help them, and it can give them a little bit more life, a little bit more energy, a little bit more ability to see I can get through this. And when I get through this, life is going to be better. Because at the end of the day, no matter what happens here on this planet, we are in preparation for the true life that is to come, eternal life with the Lord. And when we look at his passion, death, and resurrection, when we look at the ebbs and the flows of our own life, we have to understand that this journey is preparing us for the ultimate life, eternal life, heaven with our King. And he is preparing a place for us. Do you believe that? Because if you do, I really believe that regardless of what your health condition might be today, regardless of somebody in your life that maybe they're having great difficulty and they're facing cancer treatments or they're going through something like a horrible situation, a loss of a loved one or a child. If you have faith and understanding that we were made for more, that we are made to be saints on the road to heaven, that God is preparing a place for each and every one of us to call us home, 
you will have a little bit less anxiety when it comes to the things of the world. There will be a little bit less weight on your shoulders and understanding that this life isn't where it ends. Just like when Jesus died on Good Friday, he said, it is finished. Why? Because he had finished the race, but he had opened up the gates. That was the beginning of opening up the gates of heaven. That was the opening. And when he resurrected from the dead, that was bridging the gap between God and man and allowing us to enter into eternal glory. That is a free gift that's available to all people. That is something that I hope resonates in your heart, that you can share with others, that you can live out fully with truest and greatest confidence Faith is substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not yet seen. We not, might not be able to see it, but if we believe it, we understand it, and it truly is something that we cling on to, we know that this promise is real, that God is with us, and he is there to celebrate not only here on this earth, but also to welcome us into his heavenly kingdom someday when he calls us from this world. My hope is that you have a blessed holy week, that you're able to enter deeper into the Lord. You're able to hear him speaking to you through the scriptures, through the breaking of the bread, through meals with other people, and through celebration of mass or your church services, that you out there are feeling inspired, encouraged, and understand that God is truly with us through it all. God bless you. Have a blessed holy week, holy Thursday, good Friday, the vigil on Saturday, and then of course, the celebration of Easter. This is the Life to the Fullest podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason, the EF3 Life platform. Make sure to visit ef3life.com and follow us on social media at EF3Life. Make sure to check out my great faith-based books, The Saint Next Door and Fire Burning Within. We're journeying with you through it all. God bless you. And as always, keep living life to the fullest. For EF3 Life and the Life to the Fullest podcast, I'm your host, Dan Jason. Make sure to visit ef3life.com and check out my latest release book, The Saint Next Door, as well as other nonfiction faith-based texts and children's books like Jesus Loves You and Is Your Friend. Follow us on social media at EF3 Life. And as always, keep living life to the fullest.